Every man I suck, I make take a guess. I throw him down to his nards and put a finger in his ass. Show me a bigger gay and have him come on my face. This much I know is true. I crave a gallon of goo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Baby boy. Big daddy, big daddy, big daddy. We're going to talk about uh, not a murder, but a survival story. Hell yeah. This week on Death Metal. <laughs> What it smell like? Cump. You know that song? Mm-mm. Yeah, of course not. You're not good at improv. You know that? Yeah, no. That sucks. Oh, I didn't know what it. I mean, if I knew what the song was, you just improv, man. Oh, you got a yes and. As soon as something comes your way, you got to spitball it back. Okay. <laughs> I mean, too late now. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been doing this for almost five years. Yeah, I just you still can't. I can't. It's just zip, zip, zip. Sometimes you just throw something at me, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. You just got to do more fucking improv exercises, dude. You got to zip, 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 zip. I'm going to start doing improv. Oh, Comedy. Be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> or are they? Dude, this is, Hot Springs is a freak place. They got that pie, but they got it somewhere here. Oh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> the coffee house. They got yeah. a poetry night at the coffee house. Somebody's oh, probably. God. Okay, give us three suggestions, three words from the audience. You should do that, dude. We troll them. You should do you should do a poetry night, man, and write just, a poem. Yeah, and destroy, dude. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, in <laughs> hell yeah. Reminds me of the time I met my mother, and <laughs> just <laughs> spell it out yeah. with intricate poetry behind it, or spell the f word. Yeah. F is for the way you fellatio me. A is for the anal gaping that I receive. G is for a gay fella. The other G is another gay fella. O is for the orgasm I'm about to receive. (laughs) T is for the trans community. (laughs) (laughs) They're very, very extraordinary. That's good, dude. That was good, man. Right off the top. Yeah, good coffee music. Good go- coffee tunes, you know. I think that's Frank Sinatra or Dean Martin or some shit. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's uh, something like that. You know the original song? So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. It's in Little Rascals, isn't it? I man, it might be. Yeah. Donald Trump's in Little Rascals, and he's pretty fucking cool in it. Yeah, yeah. Just like everything else he does. Uh-huh. <sighs> Taken. A cup. Take it a cup. Oh. Come dump. Come and dump. You found a new word today, and I was going to just keep a track of how many times you said it on the podcast. Yeah. 
We've got two so far. No, you got four so far. Oh, I need a hundred more. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about the survival story of Allison Botha. This is a South African, so. Okay. You know. Yeah. <laughs> is it apartheid state? Did you know that? Apartheid? Is that how the fuck you say it? Yeah. You knew that? Mm-hmm. It's the fucking Dutch. Isn't that some weird shit? Yeah. Just took over Southern Africa and won't give it back to them. Persecute them. They're pretty, the Dutch are actually pretty racist towards black people. In South Africa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, you're in Africa. <laughs> yeah. But they're peeved. Peeved. Diane Antwords got some songs about it. I think they turned out to be like rapists, too, which no shit. Yeah. Look at it. Crazy. You don't think they're taking advantage of children? Yeah. Fuck, dude. I didn't know that, but I mean, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, you did. Yeah, Just I look. Mean, you see what they're up to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any type of fucking outlandish figure that has every different type of accessory from Spencer's sweatband, <laughs> armband, necklace, yeah. anklet, torn jeans. Yeah. But Chappie rocks, dude. You can't take that away that from is him. Chappie is a sick that movie. That is man. a good movie, man. <laughs> it's just a way gnarlier version of Short Circuit. Yeah. Yeah. Grown up short circuit. Yeah. Does he say fuck off or piss? He says piss off. Yeah, piss off. Piss off. Yeah. And flips the birds. Yeah. That shit's sick, dude. Yeah. Short circuit was so awesome when I was a kid. Yeah, fuck yeah. It was man that and Howard the Duck, dude. Those two movies. Oh yeah, Howard like, Duck did blow me off the map. I thought they were making a new one of those. I got scared of shit. Watch it first time. Yeah, the animation's weird, dude. Yeah. Or I guess it's live action, isn't it? Well, I got like all a, fucked because I watched that and then I went to um, Chuck E. Cheese. And it was like oh, similar. Come alive, dude! It freaked me, man. <laughs> I got so fucking scared of that shit. After an ordinary night out with her friends, Allison Botha drove back to her apartment in Port Elizabeth, South Africa. But as soon as the twenty-seven-year-old parked her car, a man with a knife forced his way inside. The attacker ordered Botha to move to a different seat, trapping her inside her own vehicle. He then drove her car to pick up an accomplice. And it was immediately clear the two men had sinister plans for her. Botha's captors later identified as Franz Dutoit. Damn, that ass is Toit. Dutoit. And Thunes Kruger. That's the most Dutch name. Fumes Kruger? <laughs> yeah, dude. Damn, that's a that's a huffing ass Freddy, dude. <laughs> First dude, can you please? I mean, this is an hour long podcast. I'm just playing with this. Can you just keep your hand away from your fucking dick? Just for an hour. No. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Man, it's important to me. If we could just have a way for me to not see this. Like, can you scoot under the t- Can you go over there? Can you do something where no, I don't have to see you massage your hog? Do you hang out with your kids? Yeah. Do you play with your kids? Yep. Spend time with them? I see where you're getting at, but no, it's not the same thing. It is the same. It's not the same thing. I'll spend time with this kid. That's inappropriate. Well, I can't. I'm if grabbing you, if this. If you were doing that somewhere else, people would be like, hey, man. I'm not even touching my dick. It doesn't matter. You're so close to it. And I, every time I look at you, you're. Yeah, I just play bass with it. Yeah, I hate it, man. <laughs> you're fucking over there fielding. <laughs> Feel these dreams right next to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate yeah. that. Just chill, dude. What's well, not? I'm trying to get Don't hard. swivel in the chair. Don't fucking tap 100 miles per hour. Uh-huh. Don't play with your cock. Yeah. Don't space out. Hey. Just chill. <laughs> I just saved your ass five minutes ago. You did. So you did. just do me a kindness, man. I put, I'm not even touching, man. I'm having it right here the whole time. And then touching this right here. They don't touch that. 
Why? Because I know what it's alluding to, man. I know what you're up to over there. You're wearing fetish shorts. Yeah. Fingering your hog. Yeah. Probably pushing the tip all the way in. I hadn't done that. Well, I'm going to do that when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I forgot about all that. This is serious, man. Yeah, this it is, serious, is pretty please. serious. This is serious. These guys took her to a deserted area on the outskirts of town. There, they brutally raped her, disemboweled her, slashed her throat so deeply she was nearly decapitated. Holy Finally, shit. they left her for dead in a clearing. Botha was still breathing. She says she realized her life was too valuable to let go of, and that gave her the courage to survive. Damn. Alison Botha was born on September 22nd, 1967 in Port Elizabeth, South Africa. Her parents divorced when she was 10 years old, and Botha spent most of her childhood living with her mother and brother. In her early years, Botha led a fairly normal life. She served as head girl at the Collegiate High School for Girls in Port Elizabeth. That's a sick title, dude. You're number one. You're the head girl. Yeah. I would also like a head girl. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. just to follow me around. Like, head girl? Yeah. Need you right now. Secretary? Secretary and head girl. When she finished her education, she spent a few years traveling, and after she returned home, Botha found a job as an insurance broker, which she actually liked. Couldn't fathom that. Selling insurance to people. Fuck no. Be terrible at it. Yeah. I just, I know what insurance is. Yeah. And I couldn't be like, yeah, so you're getting fucked. Yeah. You are. I don't want to do that to people. Yeah. Not at her attacks seemed like an ordinary night, at least at first. After spending some time at the beach with her friends, Botha brought them back to her apartment for pizza and games. When most of the group left, Botha drove her last friend home, then Botha headed back to her apartment. She wouldn't make it inside. After Botha parked her car, she reached towards the passenger seat to grab her bag of clean laundry to take inside. But she suddenly felt a gust of warm air. A man with a knife had opened the driver's door. Move over, or I'll kill you, he said. Mm. Terrified, Botha did as she was told. The man took control of the car and soon sped away. I don't want to hurt you, said the man, who identified himself as Clinton. I just want to use your car for an hour. Which, dude, if you got to pick a name to rape somebody with. Yeah. I was going to say, dude, what if this Why not start at the top? This is part of the Clinton body count. It could have been. I... (laughs) I'll make it down to South Africa very often, but when I do, I don't want to hurt you. I just want to take a come and be on my way. Yeah. We tell you, this uh, is an interesting psychology portion that we hit a lot when dealing, dealing with serial killers and violent attacks, uh, especially not premeditated ones. This one seems premeditated, but when you're face to face with your victim and you know it's not, you're not immediately attacking them. Yeah. Attackers always offer the promise of safety. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that's the narcissism of they don't want to deal with the emotional response and want to keep them calm to make themselves more comfortable or that's gotta be what it is, right? No, I think it's an adrenaline up. It's a second thoughts. No, it's kind of like people, um, a prime example is that what's that movie, The House of Jack built? Yeah, when he's shooting that, when he shoots that kid, mm-hmm. he's keeping him calm. He knows what he's about to do, but the adrenaline rush of the fear that he's given them before he kills them. So it's like, 
they're freaking the fuck out. They're nervous. And they're thinking, he's like, you know, tell him, oh, you're going to be okay. But he's lying to him because he knows what he's going to do. But the longer he keeps them scared, the hotter they get. So like, he he gets enjoyment of the prolongment. Yeah, of that's the torture. The, that is a sociopath foreplay. So you really think that the guy in telling her to be cool knows what the end result's going to be? Yeah, it's a form of torture in a lot of ways. She's obviously going to pull the wool out from under. Yeah, here's my dick. You're going to die. I mean, man, what a terrible one too. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Uh. It just never works out. Again, everyone hates to hear. I'm not trying to be like a victim blaming because I know when you get caught in a situation, you can say a million things like, here's what I'm going to do. But I always feel like if someone's going to kidnap you for any reason, even if you're like in some shit and it, like into it with the cartels and they're like, come with us. Yeah, fuck that. You're going to die anyway. So you might as well call their bluff and make them do it right in the street or some shit, you know, yeah. get it over with. Make a lot of noise. Yeah. And if you got the key fob and, and it's working good, you just hit that alarm key fob. Make it loud as fuck, man. Make them have to hunt you down to get it. Yeah. I mean, especially for a woman. I mean, the terror that you're going to feel and then also the promise that you're going to be okay. But fuck, it's just like. A weapon in your face forcing you to come with them always turns out worse than, yeah. a, than immediate death. They're just going to take your car. They're just going to take your car. Yeah. But you it know? always turns out worse than immediate death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're just going to torture you. Yeah, Fuck man. that shit. You got to take me out the quick way. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, another thing, too, your blood your blood pressure rises. And so, uh, like Andre Chikatilo, you know, the only way he could come is he got, they got, they got blood on him. Yeah. So, you know, your blood pressure rises and somebody just stabs you real good, like right in the heart, it's just going to shoot blood. And if you like that, you know, that's your cup of tea, you're going to get a lot of it. That's why you, whenever you slit somebody's throat, you know, people think if you get behind them and, or you slit their throat in the front, it's just going to drip down their shirt. It just shoots. Yeah, it's going to spray. It pulses because your heart's beating, so it's pulse Every time your heart pumps, and blood's shooting out of it. And, sure. And there's a correct way to do the, the old throat slit and it ain't that way so. you know the tactics behind it yep <laughs> how and why <laughs> i'm a ninja dude oh you did dude, yeah. dude your ninjutsu training is still one of the most hilarious hey uh, i still pull out some shit every once in a while you see me with the stick yeah i mean you don't really pull it out you yeah. do hilarious stuff yeah and well, that I, is entertaining i don't know lots of cool techniques <laughs> life-saving <laughs> skills you can vanish in the blink of an eye I don't need to do that. Ah, see if I do. I have to blend in, man. Sure. If I'm wearing a mask or something, that's stupid. You don't do that, right? You know, you just look like everybody else. You don't look like everybody else, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking stand out anywhere, dude. You're the least stealthy ninja of all time. I know, man. Nothing's better than the idea that there's a real life ninja living in Hot Springs, Arkansas, yeah. that takes in. Students of the blade. Yeah. <laughs> what did he tell you his training was? Uh, just fucking train under some dude in the CIA, man. You know. Oh, of course. Hey, the CIA—that's definitely their main tactic—is ninjutsu. Yeah, yeah. Christ Almighty. Yeah. And you—you yeah. you bought it. Hey, I didn't have to pay for it. Yeah, but still, 
He yeah. did. You believed him. I do remember that. You're like, no, nah, man, it's serious. Uh, well, he did know, but your kendo shit. That's all I wanted to learn. I mean, did he? Yeah, he really did. He really. He Where really did, did he learn that from? Fucking he CIA did, guy. Yeah, he did like kendo and aikido shit for a while. <laughs> so all I cared about was like learning that the way of the sword. Yeah, yeah. The blade. Did you ever get to cut one of those fucking bamboo rolls? Oh yeah. They got those. Yeah. That's hilarious and yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's tight. Cut, cut, cut. Yeah. Oh, it's a key pin. What's his fucking budget on like for those things? I just I don't know. He doesn't charge anybody. No, he just does it for the ultimate expression. Well, just in case uh, things bad things happen, he's got a group of people. You know, he's like, oh, I've met a few. Dude, I've yeah. met a few of them. It's like, dude, you know, you have to run away from people, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you're gonna have to like be mobile to. Yeah. yeah. It's all fats, dude. There was a guy one time when I was bouncing at long shots. He was probably five foot five, three hundred and forty pounds, I would guess. Oh yeah. And I had to kick this guy's ass. And he's just like, Not a lot of us left, brother. And I was like, us. And he was like, people who understand what it's like to be face to face life and death combat. And I was like, dude, run a lap. That's life and death for you. That's life and death combat. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. But he was one of those guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I then, bet, well, there's a bunch of those dudes. That, that guy Andy, that, class, that guy you know? Andy that worked at the pizza oh, place. Yeah, yeah. He's one of those guys, and yeah. he said something to me like that too. He's like talking about fighting somebody, and he's like, "You're only you're one of the few people around here who knows what that's like." It's like you don't know what that's like. Right. What the fuck are you talking about? How many fights have you had? Yeah, none ever. Perfect. Yeah, the sharpened steel of combat experience. Hey, man. You never know when it's going to come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just dorks, dude. You're yeah. like the only non-dork that ever did it, which also classifies you as a dork. Hey, man. I just see you know. that's that. That's when you were like on Xanax, too, isn't it? No, no, I was sober. <laughs> I think what it is is me and that dude were talking about Japanese history and shit, and he knew about a bunch of shit, and I was like, okay. <laughs> and he's like, no, I don't know how to do that sword stuff. And I was like, do you, though? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, man, I want to learn that shit. I never got to learn it. Is there, I'll teach you. And of then, course you never got to learn it because it's something you can't learn here. Yeah. Well, I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, that guy, you still believe. I'm not. I still believe. <laughs> <laughs> I still believe. Uh, <laughs> Bushido, man. Hey. Respect the way of the blade. Uh, cuts both ways. <laughs> <laughs> I got on that because you were talking about the correct way to slice the throat. He showed you that? Yeah. Oh, my God. You dude. don't ever slice? What was that class like? Oh, it was Or he's just like, today I'm going to teach you how to slit throat. What did slit you slit? It. He didn't slit it. Dude. Right, sure. What you do is you, you come in from behind, man, and you come down at an angle, and uh-huh. you just go right through here and then out. Yeah. Because all the arteries and shit. Of course. So I don't spray on you. What was? What did you practice that on? A human. <laughs> oh, sorry. One of you guys has to take it. No, they're like those fake, uh, those like plastic practice knives. We had knife fight each other and shit. Oh, sick, dude. Yeah. yeah. How do you, do you put ink on them so you know who got cut? Yeah. <laughs> you did that? Hell yeah. Oh my God. It's just so crazy that you, you, you fought. Yeah. And you trained actual. I got cooked, man. You trained actual fighting. Yeah. You learned how to fight for yeah. real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then 
it's usually the other way around. Like someone does some dumb shit like that. They're like, I think I could kick everybody's ass. Then you go to a real gym and get strangled a bunch. And you're like, well, I blew it. Well, you know how like I like to like put myself in situations that most people are uncomfortable with. You do. You say that a lot, but I never see it. Yeah, you can't. Because <laughs> you're a ninja. That's right. Exactly, I forgot. Dude, I'm trained, man. Right, man. Highly trained. Lots of integrity. Yeah. Lots of trust. Sure. Uh, None, no discipline. No, I mean, I've got some. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, no, you no. just locked your keys in your car again. Yeah, that's not discipline. That's just yeah, a, no, that's discipline. Well, <laughs> maybe I'm teaching you to be a ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. So yeah, he just told her uh, he wants to use her car for an hour, which is just take the car. Yeah. Clinton, whose real name was Franz Detroit, then traveled to another part of Port Elizabeth to pick up his friend Thunes Kruger. <laughs> the men then took Allison Botha to a secluded area just outside the city, frozen. Botha knew something terrible was about to happen to her. They look like fucking freaks too, man. I'll say I'll put the picture in a story or some shit when we release the episode. I mean, just your stereotypical, yeah, like mass shooters. Uh, it looks like minor threat. <laughs> looks like Ian McKay and Bobby Henderson. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Friends to toy. And Thunes Kruger told Allison Botha that they were going to have sex with her. They asked her if she would fight them. Clearly, clearly trapped and terrified for her life, Botha said no. Which is the move. Yeah. If it is actually about rape. I mean... Rape's never about sex. Huh? No, it's it's a it's the power. It's a yeah, it's like yeah, a dog's yeah. doing it. It's the domination. I mean, there is sex and they do come, but I think most of it's from just the idea that they're dominating another human being. Yeah, that, well, that's forcing a, their will on them. That's the sexual release. Like, it's not about the act of sex. It, the the sexual act for them is the domination and the the violence. That's what makes them come, not the fucking part. Yeah. It's the pain. That That's the point. Eyes, so you know. I'm just trying to think in my head, maybe saying that isn't the right thing to do, because if you go along with it, maybe it's not quite as exciting. Yeah. There's no right answer here. The best answer I can tell you is just to spend five or six years doing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. I and mean, if you catch yourself in this situation, you're going to get cut, but you're also probably going to put them to sleep. Also, I mean, another thing you do is act like you're into it. Like, oh, yeah. Come on. This is what I've been dreaming of. Let me suck your cock and then bite their fucking dick off. Yeah. There is that sick 80s karate video Yeah, where that dude pulls a cucumber out of his pants and it's teaching ladies how to bite it off. Like you needed to learn yeah. the technique of how to bite a hog in half. Have yeah. you seen that shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that would work. Though, oh, yeah, man. dude. You Especially you tell them something like, hey, listen, I got herpes. I'll just suck your dick. But how hard? You think it would stop you in your tracks? What? Getting your dick bit off? Oh, do you think they could bite it off, though? Yeah, you could bite that motherfucker off. You think so? Yeah. Like, dude. just one? Yeah. Even if you you're, tear like... tear it, dude, real bad. Yeah, but wouldn't you start swinging right away as soon as someone well, they probably into would, it? but... 
I mean, one fucking, because you don't have any defense. What's your dick, dude? That's like the most important thing to a dude. You ever been bit? Yeah. I've been bit. Yeah. I mean, like in a fight? No. Yeah, dude, they're the intensity in which you're fighting because any time of course happened bouncing and whenever i'm bouncing i'm not fighting from a place of anger whatsoever yeah. and I, I know i'm going to come out on top and i'm really just trying to get the situation over with as quick as i can and not trying to inflict a bunch of injury because i understand it's just a drunk fuckhead yeah dude i got bit in the leg one time and the f- switch from going because what happened is i was like i had my knee in his back and i had like a short choke on him and i was just trying to tell him like i don't want to put you to sleep i don't want to hold you here anymore just chill out and i'll get off of you uh-huh. and so i'm like he's spazzing out and so i'm like well i guess i'm gonna have to put him to sleep first i start pulling his neck up dude he chomps down on the inside of my thigh fuck it hurts so bad but the i mean my body you just crunched him oh at no at no thought like i didn't think of what to do next i just yanked his throat as hard as i could and then teed off on him yeah he sure let go because he was knocked the fuck out so it's just like that instinct that's kind of your leg though it's kind of like the instinct you have when a dog bites you in the leg it hurts so fucking bad man dude and i imagine on your hog i understand that but i'm just saying if if they started to clamp on your dick and you they have no defense for you punching my wife Sam made the fucking news because somebody stole a stripper pole out of Spencer. She tackled their ass. Oh yeah, and took it back, and she the girl lunched. bit the shit. She still got a fucking mark on her. Dude, it hurts, dude. man. I had a yeah, I had a fucking tooth, a bloody tooth imprint for a while, and yeah. it was like infected and shit. I was like telling her, I was like, leave work and go to the hospital. Like your company has to pay for that. But she's yeah. like, oh, I'm not supposed to leave the store, you know? And she, she did that. What a fucking trooper, dude. She's fucking hard, man. She's got something. Getting bit sucks. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be awful. But I just feel like the probability of you munching all the way through a hog before you catch one on the jaw that yeah. puts you out, pretty slim. I don't know, man. I mean, definitely give the it a tip shot. Of it? Give you, it a you shot. Get, like right where it goes to the chef, but you get the tip because that's where all the nerve endings are. You. Because your nerve endings, dude, you, you, your whole body would probably spasm. Yeah, but the spasm might be, that's what I'm saying. My spasm yeah. was, yep, yeah, wow. Yeah. It was a spasm, and it was it wasn't like because the further down you go, they can't do shit. Yeah, you know for sure. They're gonna pound your throat. You're not biting it. You got to get the tip of it. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grab their oh. balls, yank straight down, and bite the tip, dude. Yikes! Grenade them. Two. <laughs> 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 Fuck. I mean, if they're a little bit soft, I feel like it'd be way easier to just munch it right off. Uh, but they're already hard, dude. Yeah. Because of the, the fear. The aggression yeah. that you're about to. Fuck. Well, both these guys had a long history of violence against women. They both raped her. And they were determined to kill her as well. So the first thing they tried to do, which is, again, classic killer, classic first time killer mistake. They tried to suffocate her. She lost consciousness and kept coming back. Then they got frustrated. Then the brutality went into effect next level. And this, again, should happen so much. Crimes are so much heinous than they are because unlike you, who was trained in the art of taking a life through ninjutsu, it's so much fucking harder to kill somebody than you could ever imagine. I can't imagine I've never done it, but I'm saying through doing a true crime podcast for almost five years, 
this happens all the time. Well, where you, you think to, like, you think you're about to quickly dispatch somebody, yeah. like oh, I'm just gonna stab him right in the stomach or right in the heart, and that's it. The biggest thing that gets in everybody's way, normal people's way, is their mind. In order for you to do that, you have to shut that part of your mind off, or you're at the when you're going to shove a knife or anything into somebody and you can feel the organs getting hit and you're moving them around to my uh, stuff, you know, that's, uh, that's some depraved shit. Those are the type of people who are also like cool with dying too. They're like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't give a shit about my life, you know? Yeah. But when you're that type of violent, all of your knowledge of violence comes from watching movies yeah. because you haven't experienced it yourself. So just, you know, if it, well, how many slasher movies are there where the fucking killer runs up, stabs a knife right to their chest, instantly dead? Yeah, yeah. This is not how it works. I guarantee these boys are practicing on animals when they were kids. Perhaps. Yeah. But they really botched this one is what I'm getting at. Yeah. So they use a knife. They stab her 30 times in the abdomen. Botha would later recall that Detroit specifically said he wanted to mutilate her uterus and ovaries. Somehow, through all the stabbing, which it may have been, the knife wasn't long enough. They weren't stabbing deep enough. Like, they were just freaking out and puncture wounding her and missed the vital organs. Uterus, ovaries, entire reproductive tract, totally intact. When Botha's leg twitched, Detroit Kruger decided the job wasn't quite done yet so they slit her throat 16 times God, 16 times damn. so that must have not been that sharp of a knife but just like you were saying again you see that shit on movies and tv so much where you come up behind somebody and just ear to ear yeah. a quick slash and that the body is so much thicker than you think it is too yeah yeah i mean you get i think our our generation we got we were able to see like the beheading videos and stuff at such oh, a young age. Yeah, uh, Nick Berg, whenever he got beheaded by the uh, by Al Qaeda. Yeah, uh, when you and I, I, discretion advised if you watch that, you could probably get post traumatic stress disorder. It's pretty fucked up, but yeah, that's just there's one of the two, many there's things three guys. Right in my face. There's three guys, and the guy he is he's like he knows something bad's about to happen, but yeah. he doesn't understand what they're saying. Right. They grab him. One dude grabs him and pulls his head up, and then they they start. And this knife is fucking sharp, but they're sawing through him to get his head off. And you know it's it's pretty fucked up when you watch. I mean, it is fucked up. That's the one where they got a stomp on the back of it too. Yeah, yeah, to peel uh, off the rest of it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, what the fuck? Internet? And that's with a real sharp knife, and with like a dull knife, and also. You know, those dudes have probably done a hundred of those beheadings. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, they know what they're getting into. So it took them a while though. And you have to be you have to be a weird fucking freak to sit and watch the whole thing and not be fucked up about it afterwards. Oh, you mean like us? Yeah. I mean I was fucked up about I it. I was but... fucked up about it too. I was like, Oh my god. Yeah. Terrorism is crazy. The, inter- <laughs> the internet's bananas, man. Yeah. Just dude. the fact that we were I can't watch How that old were you when you watched that? Uh I was in eighth grade. I couldn't watch it then. Yeah, I was young as fuck. It was I like right, it, it was like right after nine eleven. Yeah, it was like right whenever they're over there in the Middle East fighting all that shit. <laughs> oh man! And I remember getting that. I, what happened was I was trying to download, um, like a concert video or some shit on LimeWire. Oh yeah, they got you with that one. And then it was that. And sure. I was like what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. This is one of the freaks I went to school with. Check this out. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I kept it. Show that chainsaw video right in my face. That's the worst, dude. dude. That's the worst one. But you just think about, even if you haven't seen those videos, or you have no experience with that. Like, take a whole chicken with the skin on. Yeah. Take just your regular kitchen knife and cut through the leg quarter. Just split the thigh and leg off of that. How easy is that? Yeah. And we're talking about a flimsy fucking brittle bone bird. Yeah. Yeah, they fucking the samurai used to gauge their their uh how sharp a blade was by how many bodies they'd go through. So they'd take like thieves and tie them up and they would fucking you know, put uh, you know, one you have one body sword or they take two guys time hip to hip and they cut through them, so on and so forth. Oh, it just has to be the front guy. If you had a five body sword, that was like the best blade you could have. You know? Could God just be in front for this one, guys? <laughs> I don't want to be the fifth be the one. Oh, yeah, dude. The fifth one would be crazy, wouldn't it? Oh, just a little bit in and then yeah. they're going to finish you off anyway? Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck. Just get me to get the it The fucked over up part with, is they'd, make, get it over they'd make the kids do it. They'd make the boys do sure, it. Sure, of course. You know? Got to harden them up. Oof. Make the boys do a couple other things too, over there. PTSD like a motherfucker, man. Yeah. That was like the... That's really what they meant by making them hard. I mean, no fear of death, you know. They also made themselves hard and put themselves in the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every hard warrior culture did that, yeah. Except the Vikings. Yeah. Which I know Vikings isn't the right word for that if you're going to be one of these history dorks, but they're the only ones not on record that weren't fucking the boys. Yeah. Spartans, fucking the kids. Samurais, fucking the kids. Yep. Uh,. The Christians on the Crusades fucking the kids. Yep. They were all fucking the kids, man. Yep. Why? I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it just makes... Romans fucking the kids? They just, I think it just like... Like, it did it... Like, we got diddled when we were kids. It kind of did something to us where we were like... Uh-uh. Yeah. Not no more, dude. You know? Yeah, but I think that... I think it was just part of the culture where they wanted to fuck and... Yeah, they're out in the field and they got these little boys around, so that's the way to go. <laughs> Happened to them, so pass her on. Yeah, fuck. Yuck, dude. Every like great historical figure too, like Socrates, pounded kids. Yeah, Ugh. Alexander the Great, pounded kids. Bill Clinton, pounded kids. <laughs> Shit, sucks. Yeah, yeah. So after getting her throat slit 16 times, Allison says, all I could see was an arm moving above my face, left and right, left and right. His movements were making a sound, a wet sound. It was the sound of my flesh being slashed open. He was cutting my throat with a knife again and again and again. Botha's mind struggled to make sense of what was happening to her. She said it felt unreal, but it wasn't. She said she felt no pain, but it was not a dream. It was happening. The man was slashing my throat. As the men finally stepped back, Botha heard them admiring their work and speaking in Afrikaans, which is A-F-R-I-K-A-A-N-S, which I assume is some South African language. Do you think she's dead? One of her attackers asked. No, no one can survive that. The other one replied. Apparently satisfied that they had killed her, Detroit and Kruger drove away. But little did they know, Botha was still breathing. Lying alone atop sand and broken glass, Botha knew, I had to at least leave a clue about who did this to me. Hard, dude. 
Hell yeah. That mentality? Yeah. She decided to write the names of her attackers in the dirt, and then beneath that she wrote, I love mom. But soon, Botha realized she might have a chance to survive. In the distance, she could see headlights streaking through the bushes. If she could manage to get onto the road, someone might be able to help her. When Allison Botha moved toward the headlights, she realized the full extent of her injuries. As she pulled herself up, her head started to fall backward as she had nearly been decapitated. Fuck. Yeah, man. Just like not enough neck to hold onto your head. Meanwhile, she could also feel something slimy protruding from her abdomen. It was her intestines. Yeah. She had to use one hand to keep her organs from spilling out and the other hand to literally hold on to her own head. Woo! God That's damn it. That's some hard ass shit though, Hell man. yeah, man. Botha recalled, as I struggled forward, my sight faded in and out and I fell many times, but I managed to get up again until I finally reached the road. There she collapsed along the white line. Even in her disoriented state, she knew that this was the best position to attract the attention of a motorist. Fortunately, Botha didn't have to wait long. A young veterinary student named Tian Ellard, who was visiting Port Elizabeth on vacation from Johannesburg, saw Botha lying in the middle of the road and stopped. God put me on the road that night for a reason, Ellard later said. He used his veterinary training to tuck Botha's exposed thyroid back inside her body. Then Ellard called emergency services for help. Allison Botha was rushed to the hospital where doctors were stunned by her her horrific wounds. One doctor, Alexander Engelov, later said that he'd never seen such severe injuries in his 16 years of practicing medicine. Botha was on the brink of death, but she managed to pull through. She also remembered everything about her attackers. She was soon able to identify them from police pictures while she was still in the hospital. This led to a speedy arrest of the Ripper Rapists, as they were called in the press. The subsequent Nordhoek Ripper trial captured the attention of South Africans everywhere. Both Detroit and Kruger pled guilty to eight charges, which included kidnapping, rape, and attempted murder. They were both found guilty and sentenced to life in prison in August of 1995. Even though the worst was behind her, Alison Botha still suffered from both physical and emotional scars from the ordeal. Yeah, no fucking shit. Emotional scars? I mean, man, imagine just being decapitated and your head flipping around and the way that feels. What if you live, though, and you just drop back and you can see behind you? Oh! <laughs> like, you know how crazy it feels to have a loose adult tooth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a loose tooth, man. Yeah, but it's a head. Yeah. I guess your skull is kind of like a big old tooth, man. Fum, fum, fum. Yeah. Dude, that would be crazy, man. Fuck. What if, like, right when she rolled up, just one time, she was like, (laughs) (laughs) flapped it back and forth? Oh, fuck, man. (laughs) In order to recover, she decided that she needed to face what had happened to her. Alison Botha soon began traveling around the world, telling her story in at least 35 countries. One of the first women from South Africa to speak publicly about the rape in both her home country and abroad, she helped inspire other survivors to come forward and tell their stories as well. She says, the attack has put me on this path where I get to travel the world and help inspire other people. 
1995, Bothell won the prestigious Rotarian Paul Harris Award for Courage Beyond the Norm and Feminine Magazine's Woman of Courage Award. I wonder what fella is going to win that this year. She was also honored as Poor Elizabeth Citizen of the Year. Since then, Botha has written two books. In 2016, her survival story was brought to life in the movie Allison, and today she's still considered one of the most inspiring motivational speakers in the world. But for Allison Botha, perhaps the greatest gift of all has been the birth of her two sons, which is crazy because during the attack, Detroit specifically tried to destroy her reproductive organs. That's that, what I was about to ask. I was like, man, yeah. I hope she had some kids just to really just show it in their fucking face. Yeah, insane. She gave birth to her first child in 2003. Today, her story stands as both an example of human depravity and the strength of the human spirit. Life can sometimes make us feel like the victim, Botha once said. Problems and hardships and traumas are dished out to us all. And sometimes they can be divided very unfairly. Remind yourself that you do not have to take responsibility for what others do. Life is not a collection of what happens to you, but how you respond what has happened to you. That's a great fucking quote. Hell yeah, man. And what we've been saying. You can only control yourself. Yeah. There's no way she could have made those men not rape her. They had already yeah. made a plan. They already decided to go through with it. I mean, she could have fucking spazzed and tried, but... Somehow she made it through. It's great to hear a gritty human survival story. Yeah, that was good. It was kind of, it was like a fucked up, uplifting turn of events, but yeah, I mean, you can just survive so much. It maybe give you a little solstice in your day to day life when you fucking go to work at your shift at Arby's and fifteen people yell at you because the Jamoka shakes aren't thick enough. Yeah, yeah, probably gonna be all right. Yeah, you're probably gonna be good. Or you quit Burger King? <laughs> too many dishes. Sure, you know. Whatever the fuck, dude. People are, people are fucking so soft nowadays. Something yeah. like that is something you know. It's like that's depraved and it's hard to hear. But like, and I complain a lot too. But goddamn, dude, it yeah. could be so so much, much worse. worse. Yeah, so much worse. Just like having a job and being able to make ends meet and not having someone give you a flap yeah. for a head. Fuck, Beetlejuice, you. Well, wow. Well, sometimes you get flapped at. <laughs> If you like uh, our theme song, give a big thanks to Fluids. The podcast isn't over. I'm just getting this out of the way a little in the middle. So don't freak out and turn it off. Fluids are our theme song. It's a rocker called Honkle, made just for us. You can't find it anywhere but right here. Shout out to beerbonds.com. We used that this weekend. Me and Buddy had a... We participated in a Royal Rumble. Yeah. Which was something. It was, yeah. I was fun. I had a blast. It was fun. It was a lot more fun than the last shit that I did. Yeah, yeah. But I launched three people out of the ring and got told no to two people. <laughs> like, what's crazy is that dude, Will, who was putting that show on, I kept hearing him in my ear. Like, he was yeah. traveling around the ring telling everybody what to do and shit. Yeah. Like, I grabbed that Adam, and he was like, not yet. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then I fucking beat a guy. I, actually, I went to European Uppercut, this dude, and I even told him European and, like, grabbed the back of his head. And he fucking looked down into it. Which is, at that point, it's not my fault. Yeah. What if he thought you were telling me he was PM man, and he looked down to see if he was, and then you fucking... I didn't hit him that hard, but I definitely hit him. Yeah. He, he, like, went down. 
<laughs> like on his hands and knees. So I just left him there. I guess that's what I should have asked before is like, and I guess that was the right thing to do, but you just kind of like kick someone's ass and leave them there. Yeah. Instead of tossing them out. Yeah. And then there was a couple times where people were doing the right thing where I'd be kicking someone's ass and they would come up behind me and hit me. Yeah. Get you to stop. Yeah. It's so funny how timid people are to hit me and shit though. Yeah. I went over at one point and fucking stomped into somebody and then they both ganged up on me <laughs> <laughs> should have double clotheslined somebody and think about that it sick, dude we double choke slammed two people and then i choke slammed a guy on the apron the i wanted trying to tell you to double punch this guy but i guess you couldn't hear me yeah no i couldn't we got double punch somebody man oh, double punch is sick dude i want to do it for real <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't do that but do their eyes pop out of their head <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, double punch is rocking, bro. Double choke slam is pretty cool, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels good. People dude. loved it, man. Yeah, yeah. They both had a huge pop. We did the first one. That was like the only thing that got any reaction from the audience at all. Yeah, is the first. Uh, and then I launched that one guy. Like everyone else, you could kind of tell they were putting people out of the ring. Like even when I went out of the ring, he told me it was time to go. Yeah, and there was like three people that had grabbed me and they had to like flip me over. Yeah. But there was this dude. I just grabbed him behind the waist and straight up, you, yep, threw yep, his ass yep. right over the ropes. And uh, we we should probably say some of this for the next podcast. Yeah, sure, definitely. Yeah. Just trying to. Anyway, our buddies Gabe and Tyler had come to watch us wrestle. They both live in Little Rock, and they were fun to drink with. And Tyler wanted to get some beers, so we went and got a twenty-four pack of Bud Lights. Mm-hmm. And then I texted you, you didn't notice it, so we'd already drank four or five of them yeah. by the time you guys got there. And when you got out there, we got into the beerbongs.com beer cracker. Yeah. We slammed them down, man. Yeah. The old beer keychain is, it just never lets you down, man. Shotguns feel so good, dude. When yeah. it's 100 degrees outside and you're just pouring sweat, yeah, it feels so good. Like The number one thing to do, man, I feel like, is when it's real hot, you take that can, rub it across your forehead. <laughs> And a one fell swoop, you put it down by your waist, pop it, and slop it. Yeah. You know? It's just a, it, because, like, it's such a cool sensation, and the crispiness of the bubbles hits you all the way down, and you burp it back up. It just yeah. gives you a chill. Dude, a beer bukkake would be sick, because if you have, like, your friends holding beers on your head while you're cracking one, yeah, you slam that one, and then you grab one that's in their hand, and they just keep reloading while just keeping you cool, man. Ooh. That would be a good time. Yeah, we were out there drinking beer, talking bad about people. Somebody walked by and I was like, drunkenly, probably what you had, like, look at that. And they yeah. heard me and like turned right around and looked at us. Yeah, I was yeah. like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, dang, but last weekend was fun. That was the most fun I had in a while, man. Yeah. And then I got banged up. I drank a 12 pack of Hard Mountain Dews yesterday. Yeah, I drank like nine beers. Nine beers and a tall and a uh, twisted tea. Sure. I fucking got loose. Well, I didn't get loose. I just partied in my head. Yeah. I felt pretty good. I paced them out real nice, dude. Yeah. We got there. We got to the lake at like 11. And I asked my wife, like, what time are you planning on leaving? She said four or five. And I was like, okay, I'm going to wait an hour. Yeah. So I can drink like a good four hour 
Buzz. Three beers a fucking hour. Yeah. Will work out pretty good. Yeah. So just got a cool buzz and kept it rolling along. Yeah. Yeah. Floated. I love that, man. They floating and drinking's tight. Just fucking having one out there, laying on a inflatable, looking into the horizon. Yeah. It's nice, man. I wish I get a game. Then one of my daughter's fucking spoiled ass friends was like, I'm not usually on the lake like this. I usually go in a boat. Yeah, Yeah, there's a different way to engage the lake. She's crazy, dude. My both of my kids have one. They've got like five friends that are totally fine. Yeah, easy to be around, quiet, chill. Yeah, don't complain about anything. Don't ask a million questions. But they each have one that's just. Making up for the other five. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. little fucking hellions. Yep. And this is the one I told you on the podcast before. She was over at her house driving me fucking crazy. She used to come over every fucking Wednesday. She was driving me bananas. And I went in my room to tell my wife she can't come over anymore because she had just... I was cooking dinner and she came up and she was like, when are you going to be done with that? Oh. <laughs> Dude. And this oh. had already happened like the week before where I had explained I was like... Uh, hey, I just worked all day. Uh, I came home. I'm cooking food as fast as I can. So it'll be done as soon as I can get it done. Don't worry about it. Please don't ask me that. I'm trying. And then the next week, same thing. Except she's like, when are you going to be done with that? So I fucking stormed off to my room and I thought I shut the door. But I was like, Jackie, that little fucker cannot come over to our house anymore. Yeah. And she was like, what's going on? I was like, she just said, she just can't. I told her what she did. And she was like, yeah, I'll talk to her mom. And then I went back out to the living room and she had heard the whole thing was already crying on the phone Good. to her mom. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah. And then, uh, that was a while ago. She's definitely is like more chill now. I think that they put her on some different meds. Yeah. But she still just says shit like that. But she was the, the best thing that she's ever done. This one time we were eating dinner and she was asked me and Jake, she was like, do you guys ever have friends spend the night? And we were like, no, not really. And she was like, well, my mom has friends spend the night all the time. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> hey, her mom's a pig. Yeah. Her mom's a pig. I used to bounce and see your mom go home with different pills all the time. Yeah. One time the table she was at dropped the fucking eight ball and I scooped it up. Get back. No, I sold it to the bartender. Goose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. He's like, I had to buy it. And I was like, fuck yeah. He's like, but well, you just found it. I was like, exactly. Now I have it. So I could take it, but I'm going to sell it to you for less than it's worth. Yeah. That's he, probably what we quit getting free drinks. And he was like, how much is it worth? I was like, I have no idea. So let's say a hundred bucks. And he was like, okay. And I was yeah. like, I could have got way more for that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a hundy. Hell yeah. They stopped giving you free drinks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well he stopped giving me free. He gave me. He's like, well, you get five shift drinks. That's what he told me. It, nobody else. Sure. Yeah. He was just like, and I was like, why? He goes, dude, because every time you sit down to drink, you rack up, dude. Like, he's like, you cost us money when you drink. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so I was like, all right, man, fair enough. Yeah. So I just ordered five Long Islands. Woo. <laughs> yeah, I, I never really wilded out there. I came in blitz that one time. Yeah. He fucking was so pissed. Remember that shit? Yeah. You were working in that kitchen, just not doing your job at all. And we just were back there pounding beers. And I went up there and I guess I was like swaying and shit. He's like, you've been drinking. And I was like, no, he was like, well, 
You're fucking like swaying. Yeah. So I think you should probably go home. Dude, that is crazy, man. I just yeah. sit back there and just pound their beers. Fucking. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Food will get done when it gets done. <laughs> How many orders did you just not fulfill per shift? Dude, I tried to fulfill them all, but the problem was <laughs> the shit they had to cook was, was ridiculous. Like, I, I understand it's their. Yeah, I under, yeah. it's, it's partially your fault, partially their fault. Yeah. But so, but as soon as you say I tried to fulfill them all after asking you how many you didn't fulfill, it says a lot. Yeah, I'll tried know. to get all of them, but definitely not all. Dude, they just fucked that place up. Dude, they made chili one time, and she goes, like, people like a lot of salt in their chili. She just emptied a whole thing, a whole thing, like the the big thing of salt. Yeah, just put the whole thing in a chili. <laughs> And I was like, nobody's going to eat that. She was like, no, no, when you're drunk, you like really salty foods. I was like, you try that and see if you like it. She's like, well, I'm not drunk right now. And I was like, oh, okay. Whoa. This is crazy. Yeah, I came in there and you were like trying to make pizza dough and it wasn't coming together. So I read it and was like, yeah, man, this isn't even like this doesn't make any sense. possible to make. Yeah, yeah. And it was like enough for one piece. Were you just like making a pizza? Like yeah. one pizza's worth of dough and then making the pizza. Yeah. That's fucking bananas, dude. Yeah, that's what they're telling me to do. That's insane like, behavior. Like, yeah, you're gonna start from scratch. Well, <laughs> well what it was what it was was the guy that was working there, they fired him and they expected they were saying, Well, we're gonna pay him to come in and teach you how to do this and then he just was like, Fuck that. Yeah, of course. And so uh, he's like, Well he left notes and I was like, Okay, man, like you know that pizza dough, you don't <laughs> like you don't just make it right there and then pizza? yeah that's crazy <laughs> you know so, what the fuck was that about so are you, you going to get pillsbury pizza the crust and then we can maybe do something with that you know? but, <laughs> yeah that was wild that shit god dude cooking on a foreman cooking burgers on a foreman yeah it was <laughs> it was nuts man yeah so once we figured that out we just sit back there and pound them yeah <laughs> I tend to work a lot harder when I'm drunk, though. Sure. I hate working in a kitchen drunk, man. Do you? Yes. I mean, after, like, you you know, when you first start in a kitchen and you, you're like, well, I can drink a few back here? Sick. It's all good, but then, man, that shit catches up to you. As long as I got tunes, man. Yeah. You just feel so slopped. Yeah, well, I mean, like, getting, like, ripped is one thing. Even just a couple. Yeah. It's hopped. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. When I drink beer, when I crack one open, dude, I have to keep going. Or yeah, I'm going, as soon as I stop, it's over. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I can't ever just... If I'm going to drink just like two beers, fine. Whatever. I can drink a couple and then move on. But if I'm going to drink four or five beers, and I drink them all back to back to back, and then I stop drinking, dude, it's over. Yeah. But nothing else. I'm not doing anything else. No. No, me either. I, that's why you got to... I need to... Unless I'm munching Adderalls. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I tend to go through a I would I would, I would clock I would go there clock in yeah and then just fucking wait for the owners to leave and then just fucking smash fifteen beers sure sit in the back and smash fifteen yep and then wait a little bit see what the day's like slow you know a good Tuesday night smash some more smash about ten more yep and uh, go home good day of work. Pretty cool day at work. <laughs> Fuck. What a time, man. Yeah. Just refereeing and working shit jobs in between. Yeah, that was nuts. Bouncing honks so bad, dude. Whew. Yeah, that, that owner was crazy. I asked off because my band was playing a show. And uh, she texted me 
well, I'm at this venue about to play. She was like, can you come in? I was like, no. She was like, that's unbelievable. And I was like, no fuck. <laughs> I remember when I took the night off. Yeah. Like, I told you in advance. What can't you believe about it? And, and all the people that worked there all also took the night off to go to that show. Because she was like, I'll cover the kitchen. Can't cook worth the fuck. Sure. You know? Talks all crazy to everybody. I'm sure people love this fucking jaunt down memory lane. Yeah, it sucks. We went too far past the funny parts. Yeah. We did rig your fucking car a minute ago. You did do that. You liked your... That's the second time in a month you've done that. I mean, I do that all the time, especially when I don't get enough sleep. That's a thing. If somebody interrupts my sleep, even if it's by 20 minutes, dude, my day's off. Why don't you just turn your phone on fucking silent? It is. But it vibrates? I was going to just turn the... Turn the vibrate off, yeah. Jesus but, Christ, man. man. I was ready to fucking... The texts weren't pertinent at all. I don't no, know that shit, dude. If I get a text, I don't look for it either. But it go keeps going. I, I, I like my brain. Yeah, I'm I'm wide awake as soon as I hear something. For the most part, so. I just won't even look at it, dude. It's like fuck that. If well, I wake I up and look at my phone and see what time it is, and I see I got twenty texts, I ain't even. I'm not even touching the fucking thing to yeah. see how well, who it is, what it is. As long as I know it's not from like my wife or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Because I'm not like on call. Well, yeah, you know, I used to be. Yeah. And then now I'm not. So. Dude, if you, I feel like if you text somebody about work and they work with you, you should get paid for that. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, 100%. That's why I don't answer. Yeah. Or I'm clocking it. Yeah. <laughs> clock it in, clock it in. Oh, there's another fucking classic. Uh, check out samtalent.com. Yeah. Get you a book. Go see him live. That would be the best movie you could ever make. Yeah, he's fucking funny, man. Probably the best live comedian right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Check out our new man. podcast, Nerd Free Wrestling. It's on everything but iTunes. You know why it's not on iTunes? Because I can't figure out how to format the fucking picture for what they want. Podbean, Apple, the picture has to be 1,400 pixels by 3,000 pixels at the minimum and maximum. So yeah. between 1,400 and 3,000. Podbean to put the picture on for Apple to get it can't be bigger than one megabyte so you resize the picture to 1400 by 1400 and it's too big yeah and then I even did it to where it fit in under those parameters and Apple still wouldn't take it I don't know what to do I guess I need to ask Brian to help me with that because I am about to dude I fucked with that for Two and a half hours the other night. Oh, sitting yeah. there. My wife and my grandpa were talking about taxes. It was, oh. you know, I don't, it's just almost all. Yeah. I could have done a school shooting. If I had been on forums about mass shootings. Yeah. And had just gotten sucked into it in that moment, I would have enacted. Yep. Yeah. I'd have been like, it was all fantasy until right now. The switch has been hit. For sure. No coming back. None. Well, thanks for listening to this. Check out Nerf Free Wrestling. Patreon.com backslash Death Metal Detective. We love you guys, and we'll see you. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Gurgling Gore Records. Oh, great timing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get 10% off of you typing Gurgling Dicks at checkout. They got the sickest, brutal, death metal, grindcore, gore grind, all the stuff that sounds like butts getting eaten and people punching guts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Go get you a copy of something. Bye. Bitch.